Hello, everyone. It is me, Katie Indy Crow. Welcome back to Crow Medicine Season 2. It is my pleasure to join you here <laughs> for what is going to be one of the most momentous seasons any of us have ever experienced, definitely in this body, possibly at all. And so things are so extravagant, big, diverse, and many that <laughs> I feel that one of the best things I can do as an information giver, sharer in our community is to gather us all together, give a little bit of an overview of what's going on and why it's significant. And within that, I will be able to point us to some of the materials that I have already created here through Crow Medicine Podcast, as well as through the things that I've been teaching for the last six or eight years, as I have been public through Indie Crow Energetics and Crow Medicine Media and all the other projects that I do. And really the point of it all is to say hi, no matter where you are at on your journey, we are all stepping into a significant moment and we're doing it together. And so as opposed to just spitting out a whole bunch of different materials and hoping that people would be able to piece it all together, I think, hey, let's just sit down. Let's talk about it for maybe 20 minutes or so. What's going on? Why it's significant? How we as people can prepare for it? And then within that, like I said, I will pepper in some of the things that I've already produced and will be producing for the season. So buckle in, my friends. Let's get together. Let's make the most of it. You know, it's kind of funny whenever you work to prepare yourself to talk about a season like the season that we are about to have, because it's almost overwhelming and intimidating. It's also funny how the moment that I begin turning on my microphone, my kitten decides to knock things over and bring in bags. And so I'm going to just tip this back over and keep it moving because really, honestly, this is basically what this, the theme of the next four months is going to be. And so I thank him for being the teacher that he is and encourage people to kind of adapt an attitude of, okay, so as we're moving through the next four months, the next cycle in our seasonal healing trajectory of the planet, which is something that I talked about in the first season of Crow Medicine and that you who have been studying with me a long time know about, I'll bring this concept back forward now in case we are brand new or in case we forgot because as I'm going to speak about in a little in a little while and I've been talking about on my Facebook and my Instagram at Crow Medicine Katie, Katie Indy Crow, is that a lot of people, myself included, have been experiencing memory loss and have been not able to really call forth details that are useful at any particular moment. And for me, it became very apparent whenever I began working to knit. Recently, I'm a, I'm a long-time knitter. <laughs> it's something I like to do to relax. And whenever I picked up the knitting needles again this season, all of a sudden I couldn't remember how to do it properly. And I was casting on backwards and I was like, what? And I tried it three or four times, just not really even thinking that I wasn't doing it properly. And then finally, you know, maybe like over the weekend, whenever Uranus was going direct, I said, okay, like figure this out, Katie. Knitting is one of your favorite things. You have to, you have to, you have to learn how to do this again. And so thank you to the YouTube person who taught me how to knit again. I figured out the habit and I thought, what is, how could I have thought about this? Like, why, why would I have forgotten how to knit? And the picture that was very clearly shown to me, you know, my own soul's reflection is that, okay, you forgot how to knit because this is a symptom, an expression of shock, a trauma, PTSD. And so the reason why I'm bringing that up now is that a lot of us have experienced some pretty traumatic things in the past two years, including the global pandemic, 
which is still ongoing and is accelerating and getting even more difficult for some people in terms of really being forced to make choices about what's going to happen with our bodies or not difficulties perhaps accessing things that cost the amount of money that we have coming in with the supply chain disruption and then there's all this astrological stuff going on which is what i talk about a lot because right now if you talk about politics you really risk getting deplatformed and i don't want to get deplatformed and so i have really strong opinions but i specifically don't share them because it's first off i think the best thing i can do right now is encourage people to take care of their soul and raise their vibration which we're going to talk about in future broadcasts and to really approach our right now moment in the terms of it's not necessarily going to end tomorrow we are in a season of really big change and the way that we organize ourselves in terms of how i teach here at this page and how i encourage people to move through it is in the cosmic cycles along with the healing cycles of the planet which is basically equinox solstice equinox solstice but as i was talking about in my blog and um, my instagram chromedicine.com is that we also have these turning of the seasons like Samhain represented one day of the day of the dead we just kind of had it in november and so the reason why i'm talking about turning of the seasons now is because we're officially moving into the window where we prepare for solstice and so to some people that sounds like gobbledygook if you're one of those people that's okay i am fortunate to have an audience that spans brand newbies to advanced masters and i speak to everyone the same and that's how we're going to learn <laughs> how to communicate with each other and so not every word i say is going to be applicable to every person just be patient and listen sometimes we've also been forced into this idea that we can learn everything we need to learn and hear everything we need to hear in a 30 second soundbite and that's because we're being forced to be more busy you know what i mean i'm i'm not this is not a criticism this is an assessment of where we're at as a society and we are here because we have had some extreme circumstances and those extreme circumstances have pushed a lot of people into survival mode and part of what's going on with the planets and the the adjustment of the vibration of the planet that we're particularly on is that we're moving through healing some of the energetic conditions that are creating the great imbalances that people are experiencing and we are moving through situations where really bad and unjust situations are in fact happening and they're making a lot of things very visible that people need to see and i think that we all just have to be recognizing that even if you're feeling pretty good today like i am um we have been having this thing go on for quite some time and you know i guess i just it's important enough that I put it at the front of the broadcast. I was going to save it till later, but you know, in my community, I have a pretty active online Facebook community. And, you know, over the past year, some of the observations I have made as an anthropologist, right? I'm a trained social scientist. So, you know, there is this thing called participant observation where you are able to gather data and information based on direct relationships that you have with people. And as I have been observing in my longtime trends of interactions with people, you know, as things got harder and harder and harder and more extreme and more extreme and more extreme, it's just like the desire to take care of the soul kind of started shutting off and the desire to participate in it just people started getting really closed off. And I'm not and this is not a personal statement towards myself. This is something that I saw. And 
it's it's more that people began being closed off to themselves and to anything other than we have to just get through this this minute and you know we are being bombarded with some pretty crazy stuff so i definitely don't preach avoidance in fact i think being real is really important and i know that there are also a lot of people who are going to come to this broadcast who are in very specific points of society where we need to keep engaging and so wherever you're at on the path one of the things that i'm going to say right now is that getting ourselves healed from the trauma that we have all experienced starts today and it's going to happen in small choices that we make over over time one of the main objectives of the sharing that I'm going to be making and have been making recently is that small practices of alignment and adjustment of meditation and breathing and giving ourselves little spaces of peace throughout the day and throughout the week is going to allow us to start feeling safe in the world again. Because right now there's going to be this thing go on where we are experiencing a lot of circumstances that we don't necessarily have the ability to personally control right now. And they're crazy circumstances for a lot of us. And one thing that mastery is, right? And this is where the spiritual part comes into it. And maybe you're not a person you term yourself spiritual. I'm going to talk about energy stuff a lot. However you term it, one of the things that mastery is, is a lot of the time it's born in the pits of the fire. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be. But that's where a lot of the time people realize the power of going within and the power of finding that inner peace and finding that inner love and finding that rock solidness that comes with being on F withable. And I'm not going to put the F word in, but you know what I mean. We've got some young listeners and I don't want to censor myself, but you know what I mean. You know, there are moments in your life where you're looking at an abuser where you're looking at a substance, where you're looking at a policy, where you're looking at an, an, a life circumstance that is scary, terrifying. Um, and in those moments, you have choices to make. Are you going to fall to absolute shreds? Or are you going to pull it together? And are you going to put one foot in front of the other? And are you going to find the best Thing you can find every single second, every single day until you get out of that mess. That's what mastery is. And so, you know, I think that sometimes because we have been in such shell shock and because we have been through so much, we forget that a lot of us who have been training on the spiritual path, a lot of us who have had life experiences before, not necessarily on the spiritual path, have learned the lessons of what getting it done can do. And a lot of us have been getting it done. So for all of us that I'm going to say, I return to this point right now, getting it done, we're going to have to continue getting it done. <laughs> getting it done has probably contributed to some of us having some soul wounds that are weighing us down right now and that are stopping our ability to be able to see clearly who we are and clearly what the path ahead is. And so what you're going to hear from me right now is the suggestion to begin taking a really high priority on getting yourself and your soul healed in very basic ways, which include very specifically practices to help raise your vibration. And as I'm going to speak about in later broadcasts, I might bring it up today. We'll see what happens, is the importance of raising the vibration of the spaces around you. And that's something that you're going to be able to do to support your family, support your community, support your animals, support yourself a little bit more. Because 
as I'm going to talk about in the next segment, <laughs> we're going to be having one of those moments where the outside world, in some cases, is going to just be seeming to go um, a- insane. And the thing that we're going to be able to do to get ourselves through it is to stay calm and stable and cool and do everything that we can to create stability within ourselves and our spaces um, so that we're going to be able to weather this in a way that not only allows us to grow, but like we're the people that are here to help change this world, right? And the only way that we're going to do that is if we stay calm, is if we stay clear, is if we learn from the experiences that are happening around us each and every day. And, you know, as if we are able to just not let it ruin us, you know, not let us, not let it take our spark away. The number one most revolutionary thing that we can do at this time is to remember that we are sacred and to renew and to continue to renew our connection to Mother Father Universe and to continue to believe that life on planet Earth is good and that we are based in love and to move forward in that. So in the next segment, we'll talk a little bit more about how. Astrologically speaking, there is so much going on that I'm not even going to begin to try to cover it all in this summary podcast. So I do recommend that if you are into astrology, follow me on Instagram at Crow Medicine Katie. In my stories, I post the pretty much ongoing daily stuff that's going on in the stars and planets, mostly planets, so that we are able to work with the factors that are contributing to our context, our environments, what's available as best as we possibly can for people who are so inclined. If you're not at that space, it doesn't matter. It's cool. Don't stress yourself out and don't think that you're doing this wrong. However, one of the things that's going to start happening as the vibration of the planet continues to raise and as people start having the fog weighted out is another big thing that's going to start happening is people are going to start remembering their sacred soul connection and their sacred reconnection points to the planet and the universe. And that's part of the cosmic journey that we are on in part of the healing cycle of the planet. And so if you have not yet tuned into Messages of Love from the Planet, that is a really great podcast of mine that you can check out to hear a little bit more about the healing cycle of the planet and that particular part of the journey. If you are one of my iTunes listeners or Google or Pocket Cast or Anchor, what you're not seeing is that I also produce a music-based podcast called it's still it's called Crow Medicine. It's on Spotify. Crow Med- Medicine Spirituality for the 21st Century. And if you do like doing sound journeys, which I do, I highly recommend you check it out because one of the ways that I communicate energy and that creativity and the spark is most easily ignited is through the sharing of music and as I like to call it vibing out and so if you like that concept do tune in and that's going to be one of the main focuses of my music podcast creations this season and so in the writing what you're going to see is more about the planets and how we're going to connect to it and I do ongoing affirmations at my YouTube page and on my Instagram and on my personal stuff my blog I also then here will be doing more about the uh, stuff that we can do in a more general term, a more long-standing sense, because I don't really believe in putting a whole bunch of temporary information on the on the podcasting platforms. I prefer I prefer to put things that we can revisit over and over and over again. And so, 
when I decide to do an over overview summary like I am right now, it tells you just how important things are. <laughs> and so having said all of that, let's talk more specifically about the planets. The number one planet I want us to pay attention to right now that I recommend we connect to, and this really builds on the message I was speaking about in the last segment, is Uranus. And so Uranus is a planet that connects us to memory. And Uranus is a planet that's transits take a really long time. Its orbit is large. And so we don't have as many encounters with Uranus, Uranus, depending on how you want to say it, as we do with the other planets that we have more regular engagements with, like Mercury, Venus, Saturn, Jupiter, and Mars, right? And so when Uranus is moving around and we have it in our more direct relationships, so we had Uranus... Um, on November 4th, um, when we're moving from kind of its opposition, now it's moving to its its direct, and it's going to have a 2022 solar conjunction. It has a close approach going on. All kinds of stuff is going on with Uranus. So really, uh, as of November 4th, we started our movement towards that conjunction with the sun. And what that means is that People are going to begin having their personal revolutions sparked. Uranus is a planet of personal revolution. Uranus is a big dad planet, big dad energy, big father energy. Father of the universe energy has become activated this year. It is one of the things that we have been working on in ceremony diligently for many cycles and became successfully activated this year. And so really what it's doing is it's helping spark the inner revolution in people in terms of recognizing habits and behaviors that they're doing that they should no longer be doing in terms of recognizing um, systemic injustice around them, things that they used to think that they believed in that they no longer do believe in, or being able to see a narrative more clearly and or being able to see more points of view, right? Expanding your perspective. That's what this is about. But the process that I want to talk about the most right now and that is most relevant to the personal revolution is that Uranus is the planet of memory. And one of the things that we are able to do right now and from this pocket until particularly the middle of January is to work with the movement of Uranus every single day to say, I connect to my memory I connect to positive memories. I created a little slideshow of about this that I will affix in a post to this podcast at my blog, www.crow-medicine.com. You can come check it out there. It gets a little awkward to put too much material on the platforms of the, of the podcasting. And so I do keep the extended write-ups to my own personal blog platform where it makes more sense to do so. And I always encourage you to come check me out there if you're looking for something that's a little bit more in-depth and or if you like to be stimulated by the written word. And so if you're a person who celebrates the cycles of the planet and if you're a person who's all about, you know, the awakening of the planet and the raising of its vibration, what Uranus coming into play like this means is that this is kind of celebratory, right? This is soul sparking material. And a lot of us who have been working on supporting the awakening of the planet, which I'll speak about in its own separate Spotify podcast with music, is that we have hit and achieved a lot of goals this year. And, you know, inside of all of this craziness that is happening in this particular realm all around us, 
people like me are able to stay very calm in part because we are able to see and sense what's going on in the inner world, what's going on in the in the cosmic world, what's going on in the universe. And what's happening in the universe is that a lot of things that were imbalanced and not right because our planet was not connected properly and because the universe was not humming at its particular vibration that it needed to be in order to be at its octave of performance is that we've been able to fix that. <laughs> and so a lot of the journeys and adventures that you would have heard me talking about pre-2020 was what all that was. And, you know, whenever I decided to make the switch to teaching about this kind of stuff a little bit more now and, and not only teaching the experts, which is what I had to do in order for us to get to this point because I had a certain type of knowledge and stimulation potential. Now, the reason why I'm coming back to teach about this stuff is that like the mass awakening is happening. And, you know, as the mass awakening is happening, every single person, no matter where they're at in the journey, is having an awakening too. And the significance of the planetary alignments that are happening the next month is that they're ones that we don't normally have or ones that we don't have that often. And so, you know, we have a lot of movements. Pluto coming into action. My husband and I were out for a drive last night looking at the lunar occultation of Venus from our perspective that we had here. And you know, as I was looking off into the sky, you see Pluto coming in. And one of the things that you're going to feel now that we have Uranus spark, let's move to the next one. We have Uranus, or sorry, we have Pluto and Venus coming together. Pluto represents the underworld. And for some people, this is refreshing because the underworld that we have been kind of carrying and seeing other people are seeing now. And this is going to shift a lot of veils on the power structures and the relationship structures and the personal behaviors and attitudes that don't make any sense. For some people, this is also going to be terrifying because, you know, not everybody has a healthy relationship to personal growth and not everybody has a, a healthy relationship to being able to look at themselves because they've been trained and disciplined and taught to believe that if you do something wrong, if you admit that you made a mistake, that you're weak. And that in itself is the true weakness, because guess what? We all mess up. And the biggest lessons that a lot of us learn, especially early on, are the ones that come from the mistakes that we make. And so, you know, one of the ways that I like to support connecting to this stuff is saying I connect to this energy, this planet, this whatever let this I connect to my lessons in their highest harmonic. Because another thing that has happened that people who are brand new probably aren't gonna know, but people who have been doing the ascension thing, and I don't really use that term often and there's a reason why, because it got co-opted and there's just a lot of weird stuff <laughs> that started happening in the light worker community. And so I very specifically stepped outside of that. And I don't really recommend anybody go look that word up. I don't even know why I used it probably just to tell you to be wary of it. Right now, the planet is shifting off its responsibility of carrying the weight of billions and billions of souls, right? Like one of the things we ought to think about is that planet Earth carried that a lot for the people who live here as a consciousness, right? Like we're living in so much sorrow and pain. And part of the revolution that a lot of us who would have said we are path bearers or you know, way showers is that a lot of us lived in our own personal hell about a decade ago. And we together learned the skills of healing the soul and walking through the fire together. And as we did that, we learned how to shift our inner world and shift our outer world around it. And so a lot of us who did that are experiencing life pretty comfortably right now. And I'm grateful for that. But it's also because we were able to do that. It's really important that we remember we were able to do that. And that we remember that we are able to extend that support to the people around us, right? And that, you know, for a good measure of the people who feel shell-shocked right now, one of the things that's also been really hard to see over the years is that people who had achieved 
a really high level of self-knowing and were doing really great for themselves just like got knocked off the path like a sledgehammer and again this is not blaming anyone about anything it's that a lot of people got really significantly negatively impacted by what has happened and their vibration got lowered so much by pain fear worry stress death on you know and and the constant onslaught that we have to experience in the day-to-day news media and i mean like i don't necessarily say shun the media because it's important that we know what's going on in the world around us and there's just a certain level of being exposed to things that we all have right now when you turn on the tv i mean how many times do you see an injectable thing i don't particularly like having to see those things having been somebody who lived through cancer and spent a good chunk of my teenage years in the hospital i could live without seeing that all day every day but you know what i mean that has an impact on us and so one of the things that's happening as that impact has accumulated over time is these planets like venus like Pluto are going to help us lift it off and they're going to help us look at the places that we have been carrying the darkness with love and so right now into solstice for people in the northern hemisphere but we're not as separated by northern and southern hemisphere energetically anymore we usually have a positive flow of energy where we're heading into the light or awakening and a flow of energy where we're heading into what feels like really dark shadow darkness at the same time it used to be more polarity we've moved beyond polarity And so now we experience both at the same time, which is a lot more pleasant. And you can always do the rocking. You know, there's this Venus part of self-discovery through love. And then there's this Pluto part of moving into the darkness that is also being helped and facilitated by our planet's natural movement of the healing cycle into solstice, which at December 21st really is a moment of, okay, that's the longest night of the year. That represents when we have really gone inward and done the journey of self because the journey of the solstice is in the equinoxes right is about planting seeds it's about harvesting it's about cultivating ourselves, and you know so it relates to an outer cycle of what goes on in the world and how we grow and how we live and how we relate to our environment it also relates to what's going on in the stars but ultimately it's a journey of looking at ourselves always and the more that we get into this journey the less we feel beaten up by it and the more it becomes fun and rewarding and so the the venus pluto thing is interesting right because venus is the planet of love it's the planet of the mother universal mother and then we have pluto the planet of the underworld and they're walking closer and closer and closer together and so what that tells us is that the planet and the mother the love is strong the love is there for us but it's up to us to remember that and it's up to us to connect to that and one of the things that has been guiding me through getting me through the thing that has been getting me through this is my ability to connect into that universal love, my ability to feel that love every single day, no matter what happens. It's what got me through having cancer. It's what got me through, you know, basically depression after that. Whenever your body decides, oh yeah, you just went through that. Yeah, it's what got me through. Every hard moment in my life was referring back to the love and knowing that it's there and knowing that no matter what I do in those hardest moments, I can connect to it. And, you know, the reason I talk about it now more passionately than I ever did before is because the world needs that love, right? And that love is what we are here for. And Venus is showing us that. And so if you're ready to feel that love more, I honestly encourage you to begin connecting to Venus right now. Every day I call forth and connect to the highest harmonic of Venus. I call forth and I connect to the healing power of Venus. I call forth and connect to the power of love and stay tuned to my blog. I will talk about it more. What else is going on? I get very excited talking about this. You know, um, other than that, we have to remember that this is happening within the context of the heating up of solar cycle 25. 
I was doing a little bit of research the other day and, you know, it was interesting because they, it was on spaceweather.com and they had made a little post and they said, you know, people forget this solar storm of 1968 and it happened the first weekend of November 1968 and apparently it lasted a couple of days and it was so powerful that you could see Aurora Borealis all over the place. Like way far down south in the US, USA is the article that I was reading about it. That was their perspective. And what they were talking about was just how in awe people were and how bright it was and how how it inspired a lot of people. And I thought, huh, interesting. 1968, eh? That's a time that my soul has always really revered as the beginning of a very special seed. I mean, a lot of the seed had already been planted. We have to think about the summer of love. We have to think about Woodstock. We have to think about you know, the wave of love that came at that particular time. And I thought, hmm, they were at about that. They weren't even at the solar maximum at that particular part of the solar cycle. And the reason I bring it forward now is that right now we're having a lot of heating up of the solar cycle. And we're having a lot of moments where the power of nature is calling out to us. And part of this has to do obviously with what's going on in our solar system and what's going on with the sun, but it also has to do with what's going on in our inner world because it is all connected. This is part of why people talk about astrology. And this is going to sound crazy to some people, but I mean, the planet, our planet is connected to all of the other planets by, by virtue of its creation. And so are we. And this is why people like me relate to astrology so powerfully. It's not to be deterministic. I don't believe in determinism. What I do say is that this is context. I am a practical pragmatist. I really like factors and variables and analysis. And whenever you, uh, th these are the factors and the variables, and you can analyze how you relate and to this stuff. If you're somebody who is newer to my work or newer to thinking about these things, because I know I got a lot of people who I've met in my academic circles when I was Katie the teacher or when I was Katie the political activist or when I was Katie doing whatever the other things that I've done because I've lived a lot of lives to get here. Um, thanks, by the way, for choosing to listen to this. I know for a few years I probably sounded really crazy talking about the space stuff. And I'm pretty much going to leave that behind for now because I, I only had to do that for a little while. Right now I'm totally going to be Earth-oriented and it's going to stay that way. But part of being Earth-oriented is realizing that we are part of the universe and the universe is part of us. And this is also going to be part of the sparking and that is going to continue to happen as Uranus moves forward. And part of why I think it's important to mention the solar cycle is because ah, the density that is being shifted out of the planet and out of our energy fields on a day-to-day -day basis when we have these solar flares is, is worth noting. The last time we had activity like we're having right now was around December 21st, 2012. So that's two notable times where we're seeing the lineup. Not to mention we know that we're shifting into the age of Aquarius, not to mention that we know that we have already shifted out of a big phase that happened in December 2019 when we achieved the 12D plus reality stream potential for the planet. We broke out of the crappy stuff of the prison planet. Yes, we feel like we are in jail right now. That's because the jail is being made really visible and we have a world to change. We are the people here. And so the next few months is really going to change how we relate to ourselves. And it's going to wake up a lot of people who need to have that moment of seeing, oh, my God, this is what's happening. Wow, we really have to change it. And it's been happening. It's going to continue to happen. And like I always say, we are in a marathon that is also a sprint. And so in our next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about how self-care and soul care is going to help us get real and stay clear for all of this.
in this segment, we are going to talk about some overall things that we are able to do to begin setting ourselves up to heal and experience this season in a way that keeps us stable. And these tools are ones that I just recommend that people use all the time. We have, who knows how long this is going to go on. One of the things that people turn to spiritual mastery for, one of the people reasons that people come to energy is that it's kind of like the hidden component. And um, I have a new podcast coming up. It's called It's All Energy. And one of the episodes that I'm planning is called The Sacred and the Profane. And it's this idea, right, that the sacred and the everyday are somehow separated. And things like your soul or energy or your auric field or the idea of a vibration, you know, is something that you only think about once in a while and or only think about if you're stupid or if you're a hippie or if you're somehow not advanced enough to think about things only in terms of science. That whole idea, what it really does is it handicaps a person from being able to have an understanding of all of the tools and the contexts that are at play. There is a reason why very influential people in this world continue to have and have always had astrologers. There's a reason why they are people, there have been high court presence for mystics and other people who were able to communicate with the realms of nature and the stars. And that's because it all connects and it's all part of how we live here on earth. And so as I'm going to lay out in the next few months and as people who have been a longtime fan of Katie Indy Crow know, One of the things that I talk about that sets me aside a little bit different than a lot of spiritual teachers is that I place a strong privilege on taking care of the body. And the reason that I do that is that we live in our body. I mean, (laughs) right? We are souls who live in our body. And right now, one of the big things that's being reconnected is the soul-body relationship. And that's what people are rediscovering. And so one of the things that I've talked about in the previous segments that I'm going to revisit here is this idea that the planet is on a healing cycle and that we are a part of that and our healing and the planet healing happens at the same time and part of the veil in my opinion is that we forgot our sacred connection to the planet and our, forgot our sacred connection to ourself and as i have said that in the last segments but also ever since i came out as a person teaching one of my main objectives always is to support people reconnecting to both of that. And that's why you will notice that, you know, I say crow medicine, body, soul, and planet. Because when we take an approach that takes our body, our soul, and the planet into a pro- into consideration, we are more likely to have that grounded and stable experience that so many of us would like to continue to have throughout life. And I mean, for the people who are coming to this blog as your very first kind of, or maybe you're newer into this whole idea of soul exploration, I'm really glad you came here because soul exploration and getting to know yourself is one of the most beautiful, is the most beautiful experience of planet Earth. And for a lot of us, it's the exact precise reason we came here, right? This whole idea that we have a soul is not something that we should be ashamed of or something that we should only think about once in a while. That voice that we hear that longing, that is our soul calling for us and, you know, seeking for us to listen, that that connection. And I know that a lot of people seek to develop their intuitive guidance. And, you know, I have programs for that, but I'm not even going to bother mentioning them right now. What I'm going to say is that if you are ready to connect to your soul more clearly or more fully, and I am always ready to connect to my soul more clearly, more fully, no matter what part of mastery I'm on, the first thing I do is I wake up every single morning and I say, I call forth and connect to my soul. And it's highest harmonic, you know, and some people have souls that are wounded AF right now. And a soul wound happens for many reasons. I've talked about it before in previous podcasts, hurt self, meet, healed self. 
is a really good one to look at. That's available on iTunes, Google, Anchor, Spotify, all the all the platforms. It's a voice one. Another one that I think is really good to listen to right now is um, if you were interested in what I was talking about in terms of the solar cycle, you can listen to What the CME. I'm about to re-release a soul journey through sound on What the CME. So just stay tuned to my Spotify version, the one where I'm able to release the music because on that, there I'm going to release a little bit of a soul journey that elaborates on what I spoke about in the last segment. So if you were per- perking up with your soul and the sun and how that all works, stay tuned. I've got more of that. That's one of my favorite topics. Another thing that I just wanted to say is that you know, a lot of us carry extremely heavy energy in our body. So what does it mean when you say raise your vibration? Let's just start there. How does your vibration get low? A vibration is low and you know that you have a vibration. Well, a vibration gets low because people feel stress, trauma, um, living a life where they're not able to have their needs met, maybe living in abuse, gaslighting scenarios, um, work experiences where they're not being treated equally. There's a lot of different, you could be recovering from an illness and having had to take a whole lot of medication. Maybe you have cancer right now. I know that somebody I care about very deeply is experiencing that. And I know what that experience is like. And you know what I mean? Like, thank goodness for the doctors and everybody that can help us. Thank goodness for the process of being able to stay alive. But I mean, when you're going through therapy like that, it lowers your vibration. You get sick. And so these are all things that happen just in the course of our life. Right now, the constant stress and worry that we've been dealing with for the last 20 months is a lot to lower our vibration. You know that your vibration is low because you don't feel optimistic. You feel like the world sucks. You feel like everybody is against you. You feel sick. You feel tired. You feel physical malaise. Your body hurts. And, you know, sometimes those things you go to a doctor for and they can't find a reason. You don't have that spark. You don't feel like you want to live. And a lot of people find the spiritual path. I know that I woke up and I was always psychic. I always was connected to the universe, but I didn't really think about taking care of my soul like this until I was at the point after having cancer uh, where my soul had activated in the process of having cancer. Cause you know, like there's a lot of things that happen when you're going through these terrible experiences that also spark you about how beautiful life is and how powerful it is to be here and how good it is. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I want to feel different. If you're at the point where you want to feel different, this is a really good point because it means you've already taken the power back. So congratulations if that's where you're at. Don't feel overwhelmed. You're doing good. And if you've already been there, let's just celebrate that moment, right? We've we've been there. This is how we grow. This is how we know this stuff works. And so for me, just recommending it to people who are coming to this podcast, the first thing I'm going to recommend is I released a really short meditation. And it's on my YouTube page, Katie Andy Crow. It's on my blog, Andy Crow or sorry, it's on my blog, crow-medicine.com, and it's also on crowmedicinemedia.com, and it's a meditation to raise your vibration. And so the reason why I suggest using it is because when you say and do and set and put intention into starting to shift that out every day, what you do is just raising your vibration means that you start working with energy and practice to say, okay, I can change this. I can work with my breath to feel calm. I can work with this song to shift my mindset. Um, in the school that I teach, I teach a very specific kind of harmonic meditation that I'm not going to get into here. But what I will say in my particular school, it's I connect to source and creator and I harmonize with that and I, I, I flow with that universal love each day. And so, you know, I'm going to continue. I started releasing 90 second and 60 second meditation practices on my YouTube page on my blogs, on my Instagram. 
they're not all in all of the places. So do follow me at the different platforms. And they're there for people who are having a rough time right now and or who are starting to realize the power of shifting your vibration. In the school that I teach also, I mean, I know that when a lot of people start to make changes and are coming out of the shell shock where a lot of people are at right now, 15, 20 minutes, an hour, that feels like forever. And it is forever sometimes. Do the 30 seconds. Do the breathing. Do the song. Start coming to my work more and allow me to inspire you to connect to energy in different ways. That's what I do. It's something that I'm very skilled at. And so beginning there is really important. If I could say another thing that I just recently created, it's, you know, last season, trust your gut. We talked about intuitive food selection, but most importantly, the other underlying concept of that content is, you know, taking care of your soul and taking care of your body is part of taking care of your soul. If you want to learn more about all of this, I am going to mention my learning program, Soul Compass. And it's there because some people are ready to take a guided journey to and through themselves. And so if you are looking for a structured learning that is no pressure that you can take at your own pace, that is laid out just like a, a course at university would be because I taught university. So I laid it out just like I would have laid out something that I would have laid out there with weekly lessons and material and something to read and something to practice. It's not overwhelming. It's there if you need it. I recommend you do. Otherwise, I'm going to continue just releasing meaningful podcasts, meaningful meditations, meaningful practices, meaningful pictures, anything that I can to support people connecting to themselves in a way that helps them feel love and safe on the planet again. Because for me right now, walking people through and out of that shell shock is really important. And supporting people and connecting to the excellence and the joy that is planet earth is also another one. So if you want to learn more about the healing cycle of the planet, I recommend that you go to my Spotify podcast Crow Medicine, Spirituality for the 21st Century, and check out my Solstice Equinox specials. Those are going to teach you a little bit about how the planet operates. We're going to do another one of those for December 21st this year, so stay tuned for that. Subscribe. Um, also, check out the healing um, messages of love from our planet. That's going to be one that's going to talk a lot more about that cycle of healing. And so, having said all of this, I, I said I was going to do it 20 minutes. It's like 40. But I'm glad that I got here to sit here and talk to you, and I hope that this was helpful. Just in an overview, what I said is this four months is going to be transformational and huge, and it's going to be the kind of thing that we look back on and say, wow, okay, that was a that was a really significant phase of our expression of humanity. And I know that a lot of people right now are kind of coming to this point where they're like, okay, I'm ready for wellness. I'm ready to take care of myself. I'm reaching out and knowing that there's something different and better to do right now. And part of that is because your soul is ready. You are ready. And I'm here for that. And so how I'm going to be working through this is, you know, the planets and the natural cycle healing cycle that we are on is the guide that I work with and that we are moving through. So I continue to express that through my Instagram page through here. We're going to do some soul journeys through sound on my Spotify page. I'm going to do some voice podcasts like this one here, and I'm going to start up a new podcast called It's All Energy. If you are looking to do something right now, I really recommend starting with the meditation practices. If you are looking to make one change, I'm going to say start changing what you eat and start looking after your health a little bit more. I'm going to talk about the power of walking, the benefits of drinking more water, different things that are more associated with wellness. I'm also going to start talking about how we can supercharge some of the things we're already doing, like cleaning our house <laughs> and preparing food for ourselves and our family. Because ultimately, it's not always about layering in a whole bunch of new stuff. It's learning how to empower ourselves and things we're already doing and supercharging them. That's mastery. And so thanks so much for chilling through this whole entire summary. 
um, stay tuned for some more curl medicine. I love you, community. Let's rock this together. More from me soon. Katie Andy Curl.